Hey guys, how's it going and welcome to another edition of Patriots Nation UK. I am your host at Matt Inkster on Twitter and my co-host is joined with me on the other end of the line from Scotland. I am currently in Cancun, Mexico. It's at the underscore panic on Twitter. Um, how's it going, Nick? Yeah, I'm good. Enjoying the Aberdeen sunshine slash torrential rain. <laughs> Well, as um, I said just before we came on air, um, yeah, it's been torrential rain here, or was. Um, I likened it, I tweeted it out last night slash this morning for you probably, was um, Home Alone, when they all go to Miami, they're sitting watching some dreadful Spanish film, um, because the rain outside, that's what it was like here yesterday. There was thunder, there was lightning, it was pretty much all over the All things too frightening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... <laughs> We were promised jetpacks reference for those listening. Yeah, exactly. Um, which I think that song actually made it in uh, One Tree Hill. It absolutely was. There we go. See, for all you older listeners, you'll know what we're on about then. Um, and for anyone else, go look it up. That was an awesome um, TV show back in the day. Uh. <laughs> I'm saying it was. It was. It was of its time and of an age, oh, I guess. Oh, of it. Of its time, not not sure that's holding up too well today. But I, 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 I still go back and watch it, I must admit. But maybe I'm just sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're not here to talk about One Tree Hill and jetpacks. We're here to talk about jets. Um, bit of housekeeping first. Go rate, review, and subscribe. Um, at Matt Engster on Twitter, at the underscore Panic on Twitter for Nick. Um, Patriots Nation UK's Facebook page and. Yeah, give us a like, give us a mention, come and interact with us on Twitter. I've had a bit of a, a stick from a few folk the last day or so um, due to Bill Belichick's, I don't know what you'd call it, demeanour, I guess is the word, um, for his press conferences and such like. Death stare. Yeah, death stare gate. I didn't think there was much in it. What did you think? Um, there was absolutely something there, but um, that's just him. Like it's not anything unusual for him. No, exactly. But apparently, that's not to be. Um... Yeah, you're trying to listen, baby. Oh, it's okay. I've currently got my daughter sitting next to me as we colour some dinosaurs. Um, but yeah, the um, I didn't think much of it. But apparently, as I was saying, it's not acceptable. Just go, oh well, it's him that we've just got to sit and accept it. I mean, I said that it was like Sir Alex Ferguson back in the day. He didn't even talk to the BBC for reasons um, known to him and others um, of some description, but just take it as it is. You know, take it as a pinch of salt. If you're going to ask silly questions, then expect a silly response is kind of what I thought about it. Yeah, it's um, the, the question needed to be asked. But asking the question, you knew the answer that was going to happen. So, like, it's could yeah. have done it a bit nicer, yeah, probably. But everyone knew what the response was going to be. Exactly. Uh, the, the stare was maybe just a little bit extra. And I know this is going to sound harsh, but would being female have added to the circumstances? Possibly, but who knows? It is what it is, I guess, and we'll just have to move on. Um, as you say, everyone knows what he's like, so get on with it, I guess. Um, so anyway, we're here to um, review the Jets game. Uh, I didn't see much of it. 
um, due to family holiday time, even sunny slash thundery Cancun. So, Nick, I'll let you lead with this one. Yeah, so obviously it was a... Well, actually, in the end, I think the scoreline was a bit closer than the game actually was. Um, obviously, a couple of mistakes by the Patriots uh, towards the end of the game sort of put up the, the Jets' points. Um I thought the offense started really strong. They had three three good drives um, to sort of get out to that early lead. Uh, the defense sort of aided that by shortening the field for the offense, and, and certainly for the second two drives. Um, but after that, the offense sort of seemed to stutter. Uh, they didn't really be they weren't really able to get anything going, sort of consistently. Josh Gordon, every time they tried to throw the ball his way, it didn't look quite right. Uh, it kind of looked like him and Brady weren't on the same page, which is something to monitor going forward. I'm hoping it's just a one-game blip. Uh, obviously, he, Josh Gordon did, did still have like two incredible catches later on in the game, but it, yeah, they're just a bit of a worry, maybe, at the receiver position. It was something that was a worry earlier on in the season, in the preseason. Then when Gordon came back and then Brown... It sort of looked like that that wasn't going to be a problem, but maybe we're getting back to it potentially being a bit of an issue. Mm. I was um, annoyingly I had him on my coupon for any time touchdown scorer, and that didn't come to fruition. Even though he had a semi decent game, as you say, with a couple of catches. Um, James White obviously not being there was kind of a factor as well. He's given birth to a baby boy, and Bill touched on it um, since Sunday that. There might be in post Super Bowl amorous things going on, I think. Is celebrations, we'll call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> celebrations in an amorous variety, possibly. Yeah. Um, that seems to be leading to quite a few births around about this time, nine months later, coincidentally. He literally um, so said, We pump them out. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be polite about it, but I mean, fair enough. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, he did. You can hear in the background. <laughs> Is that funny? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he annoyingly <laughs> let me down for a touchdown. Um, James White not being there being a, a factor as well. Um, Michelle, I think slow off the blocks this season. He will come good, and I think he'll eclipse his touchdown rate of last season. But still. I think we were expecting a lot more out of him, or certainly I was at least. Um, Thirty I, I points. Think, sorry, carry on. Sorry, no, Michelle. I think he has been fine. I think he's gotten what is there. I don't think the offensive line's run blocking overly well. I think they're pass blocking pretty well. Like considering the changes they've had, I don't think there can be any complaints over the pass blocking, but. Run blocking, don't think there's really much being opened up for Michelle, so he's really kind of just getting what's there. I think I was kind of hoping that he would progress this season and maybe be able to find those gaps that aren't really there and break off a couple. I thought so. Um, It's obviously not happened as yet. That's why I think he started a wee bit slow, especially for anyone that does fantasy. He's maybe not doing quite as well as what was the been expected of him either. Um, Rex Burkhead, in the meantime, has stepped up and he seems to be proving what a, a 
a good addition he has been and to be considered on the roster bubble at the start of the off-season going into the new season, he has certainly proven why he is on that roster for sure. And flipping to the opposite side with the defence, um, Collins um, had another monster game. Unreal. He just ha- he just blows people out of the water, it seems. He, it's, there's no stopping him, even guys that were bigger than him. He just runs them over like a bulldozer completely. They just seem to... I don't know if he's playing any... I think he is playing better than when he left. So I don't know if it's like Mayo being... He obviously played with him for a period of time. I'm wondering if that has anything to do with it. He knows what Collins can actually do on the field and he knows the best way to get that out of them. But he just seems to be getting in positions to make plays all the time. He's reading the game really well. He's obviously... Got the stats to back it up. He's got sacks. He's got interceptions. He's got returns. Everything. He rubs his belly. <laughs> yes, he loves rubbing his belly. Um, no, I think you're right. I think Neil has something to do with it because Belichick has personally, um, you know, put stock in uh, Neil in the last couple of days and said that you know he's a valuable addition to the coaching staff. So, I think you're right. I think something's there. Um, oh, you want the headphone back. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, Collins had a monster game. And him going and then coming back has opened things up for Vannoy um, and such like. To yeah, he nearly had a pick at the weekend as well. He had one hit him in the hands. He was just yeah, like almost too close to it, really. I mean, he's been instrumental in the last couple of Super Bowl wins, and he, um, being there, you could see his influence on on Sunday as well, for sure. And something that's just happened—I'm not sure if you've seen it or not—but um, Cody Kessler has just been added into the mix um, as a, a roster spot, just flipping back to the the other side of the ball for a minute. Um, have I, you seen that? I at all? just. I, I just saw it. I, to be honest, I don't really know what to make of it. I, I see a lot of people are like, oh, is this a bad sign for Jared Stenham? I, I don't know if it is. I don't know if anything would have changed drastically for them in three snaps or whatever it was. They were obviously yeah. comfortable him going into the game. I, I can't see... I can't see what would have changed drastically for them. No, and it's um, good that you've ta- that you know Kess has been taken in, and well, you touched on Stidham there because obviously we was going to get to the interception and that like three plays that he did have. You know, it's I, w- I wonder if it's just more a case of he's been taken in because he's required for more of the scout team option because um, I've noticed that Brady has got some sort of calf injury. He may be sitting out more practices recently. So, you know, that then puts Stidham in as QB1 and you've got Kessler in as the scout team QB, essentially, as maybe the one and only reason he's all, he's been taken on today. Yeah, it could be one of these guys that's on the roster for a couple of weeks. Maybe maybe there's a legitimate doubt about Brady. Hmm. I'd be surprised, but 
maybe they just want the comfort to know that if he doesn't go for whatever reason, they have a backup, or potentially they start him. Not maybe happy for Stidham to spot Brady in certain situations, like for a period of a game, but maybe not fully comfortable in him being able to actually play an entire game. If you see. Yeah, it's it's maybe the only reason I see a bit of a hit to his development is he wouldn't get a full game. But and I'm not entirely sure. I wasn't convinced of Kessler when he was at the Jags or the Browns. Anyway, uh, but we've seen stranger yeah, that, things happen again. On the street after three weeks. Well, exactly. And he was in the Eagles um, in the off season working out there, but that's obviously not panned out for him, and he was chucked off at roster cuts. Um, but, you know, stranger things have happened and it's one of those things that I'm sure there's method in the madness. But, yeah, back on the Jets game, the, I think you're right. I think the, the score was could have been a lot more, could have been run up a lot more if the offense clicked in the second half. And it, ultimately it wasn't a reflection, I didn't think. I think the Jets were lucky to get away with the points that they did, really. Yeah, I think if the Patriots hadn't made two mistakes to give the Jets points, I think the Jets could have played all day. I saw a stat earlier on that the average yards per drive for the Jets was 15 yards. Yeah, that's not getting you anywhere close to touchdowns. And when you've got the Patriots punting inside the 20 every time, it's yeah, you're you're getting you're not even getting to halfway. So no, I think I saw a stat that said that um, Bailey managed five inside the twelve yards, um, and that's why he ended up picking up special teamer of the week. Yeah, it's uh, obviously it was really helped by Matthew Slater on one of those plays. It's an unbelievable play. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Yeah, the one where he managed to keep it from going into the end zone. Yeah, he just sort of like. <sighs> barely touched it enough to sort of push it back. But yeah, yeah, it was almost like a like a European football save if it was going for the top corner type of thing. Yeah. Um, he he just did a massive stretch, managed to scoop it and keep it in inbounds uh, so to speak. And well I think beyond that going kind into of the shows why he's on the team every year, basically. That sums it up. Every every season you get like a Matthew Slater play, at least one. So He's he's got one of them off the board early this year. Yeah, and he's also a really good gunner as well. He gets down towards the, the yep. punt or kick returner really well, really quickly. And I think he's underrated in how much speed he actually has. And did I see rightly? I think he's got a couple of snaps in the offense at the weekend as well. I think he goes in and like goal line mainly just as like a blocking wide receiver. But if that happens all year there's no way that that can't happen all year and him not leak out at one point and have a touchdown. Which yeah, I don't think he's ever had a touchdown. I remember him having a long pass, a long catch, early one season. I can't remember who it was against. But I can't recall him ever having a touchdown. No, neither can I, actually. Well, it'll be something to check up on. Um... Is there anything else you wanted to touch on in the Jets game that I might have missed? Um, obviously, there was other mistake with Gunnar Olszewski. Um, yeah. I, I'm kind of hoping they, that one's just chalked up to a mistake. You make it once, you learn from a, 
learn from it, you don't do it again. They put him out for the next punt, so that's a good sign for him, but the game was still kind of out of reach, so there's no real danger there. Yeah. But up till now, he's shown he can handle the ball well. It's hope it was just a brain fart, so to speak. Sorry, I just uh, the, <laughs> uh, just wanting the earbud in her ear again. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I think so. I think hopefully we'll see this weekend. Hopefully he's back in and get taking the, the returns again and it's not a, a, sign, a bad sign that he might get um, taken off and maybe even used as a roster cut at some point. Um, you know, as the season progresses, hopefully it's just a blip and move on from there. As you say, he was back in for the next series, so yeah, should so be all good in that front. I just felt sorry for him at the time. Obviously, they were going for like their second straight shutout, and for all intents and purposes, it was going to happen. And then that, it was like, that could have killed him. Mm. But and, uh, hopefully, hopefully he's fine. I think so. I think he will be. I felt sorry for a friend of the show, Mike Debate. He's a, a big lunar, lover of Gunner and his Gunner memes from Spaceballs, as he keeps on mentioning on his podcast, Unlocked on Patriot. So, yeah. Um, I saw his tweet. It was like, you know, as I mourn this incident, <laughs> please leave me to my own devices. Take my idea. I thought that was quite funny. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's much more um, that I saw, unless there was anything else. Uh, the only thing probably worth we didn't touch on earlier was the Edelman injury. He didn't play in the majority oh, of the of second half, I think. Um, but I believe he was back at uh, practice today. I was about to say training, because I'm British. Yeah, but it is training. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was back in practice today. Yeah, yeah, I did see that actually. Yeah, so sorry, folks, um, for anyone listening to this, it's been trying to kind of give you the best of what we can in a almost a a bad situation because I'm you might have noticed I'm currently watching my daughter and we're doing some colouring and such like, <laughs> um, and yeah, she might be getting a bit antsy sharply and we need to move on and do something else. So. Yeah, the, it's good to see that he's back, though. He's had all these scans and things, and it's weird. That, like, one thing I've noticed with these injuries, I know it's a different sport, um, but they seem to come out with a lot more, like, intricacies of, oh, it could be ribbed cartilage, or it could be this, or it could be that. In soccer, it's just, oh, I've torn my ACL, or, you know, got a broken bone in my foot or something. They seem to go a lot more in-depth with their injury reports uh, in, uh, I, in the I, States or NFL in general. Yeah, I think that's the, down to the reporting. I, I think it's because there are so many reporters in the States like covering so few teams. They kind of have to keep pushing for that extra bit of information that gives them more than the others. Like mm. here, we'll take... Uh, I was. We'll take Angle Aberdeen. Spray or something. There's, there's not many reporters of Aberdeen. There's probably so you got two papers, probably a couple of TV. So like, probably got less than less than a dozen, I would say, reporters. Whereas you watch the interviews with the Patriots after the with Belichick after the game, and there's I don't know how many. So. It, 
I think that's the reason why. Yeah, well, quite possibly. I think you might be right. It's just, I just find it humorous and interesting that they go into such detail with it. And I wonder if it's partly, you know, this 24-7 sort of news thing that we've got in today's age that they have to kind of report on something like, you know, saying ankle sprain isn't sort of good enough. You've got to say high, low ankle, high ankle, you know, mid ankle. I mean, I think Cam, Cam Newton is a mid foot sprain. What yeah, I saw is that a mid foot sprain? It's, I, I believe it is a sprain on the middle of your foot. Oh, well, funnily enough. <laughs> in, but, in my doctorly you know, opinion. Oh, yeah, in that um, PhD that you have. Hey, I've seen enough injuries. I know what some of them are. <laughs> um, well, if we can, I think we're going to try and um, catch up again later in the week for our yep. um, our Bills preview. Um, we might if not. You have... may hear my dulcet tones all by myself. Yeah, um, we're trying to get something arranged with the the UK Bills Mafia guys to get one of them on, as we normally do. As you'll, if you're a regular listener of the show, we like to get guys on from other UK pods and get their opinions on the opposite side and sort of like the lockdown guys do they have always got crossover Wednesday during the season for the you know leading up to the game at the weekend so hopefully we'll get them on and if not it might just be Nick on his own or it might be myself and Nick back on um, we'll see how it goes though see how things progress um, I've got nothing else unless you've got anything last minute uh, no, I will catch you in the next one if if I think of anything or that we've missed anything. Yeah, I think we've got up to date as well. We've mentioned Edelman's injury. We've mentioned Kessler. We've, we've given you a quick breakdown of the game. I don't think there was really much more we could put into it, really. I mean, it's, it's what it is against the Jets right now when you're down to your the street dustbin person being your QB. Um. There's not much more to it, so I think we'll leave it there, folks, and we'll catch up later in the week. If not, then you'll hear me at some point soon, hopefully. Um, I have been at Mark Inkster on Twitter. Nick, the co-host, is at the underscore panic. Um, rate, review, and subscribe. PatriotsNationUK.com is the written work. PatriotsNationUK, search that on Facebook. You'll find the Facebook page. Come and interact with us. We always like to hear your feedback, friends. Um, opinions and rate review and subscribe and all that good stuff so until next time folks remember to do your job as there are no days off